Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, man? What up, bro? Been a minute. Been a minute. What what jersey is that? What are you rocking today? No, best to ever do it, Walter Jones. Maybe, mm. maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> this is new yeah. spring collection. Uh, nice. Tie dye. Nice. Uh, one hundred because he's top one hundred, which is pretty dope. Oh yeah, one of the yeah. greatest players to ever play. Top one hundred in my book too, just as a human being, man. Yes. Like I've gotten to now run into him a few times with you. Like I get to now say I run into Walter Jones from times to time and, and from times to time, from time <laughs> to time. Um, I'm getting nervous talking about him, but um, every time I'm around him, he doesn't make me nervous at all. He's just like, a, he's the sweetest. Big teddy bear. Yeah. What a nice guy. Great dude. Uh, speaking of great dudes, we got a great guest today. Yeah, we do. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, should we um, should we tease the audience a little bit with some clues? Um, I mean, you can, but your picture probably gives it away. Oh yeah, hold on, I got to block. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Well, if they're only listening to the podcast, they don't have the the video. Okay. Right. Well, those on Briggs TV know what's up. They saw. Yeah, it. that's true. That's true. Shout but out those listening, here you go. Give yeah. me some clues. All right. Uh, one clue: Born on Christmas Day. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. Every Christmas, I wish him a happy birthday. Here's a clue. Local guy, Pacific Northwest guy. Yeah. That's another clue. That's a strong clue. Uh-huh. That's a real strong clue. <laughs> yeah. Legend. Yeah. Let's, I, you know what? No, forget it. I'm too excited. You're, you're done? Yeah, you see yeah. Start going. And we'll all right. get, I'll introduce him and everything. I can't. I'm just. Let's go, fangirl. Up, man. I'm, I'm geeked up. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much just in time for us to change the name of the show yeah hmm. it's the seahawks podcast on the believe sports network everybody welcome to the show Brand new theme song. Shout out to uh, our buddy B-Boy Fidget, local Seattle hip-hop artist. Uh, also does the theme song for the show, Release the Show, a uh, Seattle Kraken podcast that's also on the Believe Sports Network. But we now have him doing our theme song, and he crushed it. And wasn't it awesome, Lofa? That was great. Shout out to B-Boy. Surprise. And uh, shout out to producer Katie and producer Courtney and everybody for putting the video package together and getting that going. Sweet, man. Um, and, and like I said, just in time for us to change the name of the show or maybe not. I don't know. The, the thing is, is look, we want to sell some merch and stuff and we're running into some trouble on websites because the name is Believe in Seahawks. And so, you know, the name Seahawks. So if anyone has any suggestions 
for a new title of the podcast or anything. Uh, we will take all suggestions. Maybe put them in a bracket. You guys can vote out there. Uh, maybe we'll come up with some suggestions. But regardless, welcome to the show, everybody. I am Seahawks superfan Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. And as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, who continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds, NBA playoffs, uh, fights, and even next season's futures at betonline.ag. Uh, BetOnline, your continued source for all sports wagerings uh, needs, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games. Oh, God, I got to get it out of this. It's going downhill fast. It's super easy. Go to betonline.ag. Shoot the promo code. Promo code, believe, B-L-E-A-V. That's All right. right. Held our way, 50%. Moving on. Okay. Without further ado, get my let's man in get here. To our very special guest. Like I said, born on Christmas Day. He's a local guy. Truman Middle School, Wilson High School out of Tacoma, uh, WSU Cougar drafted in 2003 round one pick 11 for your Seahawks a pro bowl an all pro uh, the 35th anniversary Seahawks team 21 career interceptions five forced fumbles six uh, fumble recoveries two touchdowns two sacks Damn, you are lying you really did 44 tackles he's Marcus Trufon everybody on True. the show and I'm a super fan, people. There Hell of an intro. Oh. Hell of an intro. Marcus, thank you so much for doing this, man. Thanks for being here. I mean, just uh, I'm, I'm clearly a super fan. I know a lot of people listening are, and we're just happy to have you here. Thanks, man. I am very excited to be here, man. That intro was everything. Second to the intro song of your show. I was over here getting busy doing a little two-step to it, but uh, thank you guys for having me. Much appreciated. Right. Nice. We'll send you the MP3. Okay. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, Lofa, um, talk about when a young Lofa Tatupu was coming into the league and joining that locker room and, and talk about the first time, or, or maybe that wasn't your first time meeting Marcus, but do you remember the first time you met Marcus? First time meeting him was when I got up here, but I mean, I'm familiar with True because they were one of the only teams to beat us when uh, I was at USC. <laughs> they beat us in overtime up in, in the Palouse. Is that what it's called, True? The Palouse or yeah. um, Pullman, the yeah. Pullman. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they beat us 33 to 30 in overtime. Um, it was nuts. They had a great squad. But yeah, I, I, I'm well aware as a football fan, even before getting to Seattle and getting to become teammates with True, uh, well aware of him and uh, in the family because we're talking about mm -hmm. we're talking about several legends now, you know. So um, shout out to True and his brothers. Yeah, I mean I've known them since they were little. It's uh, it's incredible. Um, not just legends on the field for what they did, but also in the community. It's uh, a family I've always looked up to and uh, been grateful to spend time with. Yeah, here, here. And and true, uh, do you remember a young Lofa Tatupu coming into the league? Yeah, man. Um, so personally, I was a pretty chill guy, pretty laid back in the locker room. I would never be the guy that's standing up on the tables, giving speeches, et cetera, et cetera. I would take care of my business, go out on the field and ball. And um, Lofa was that guy, man, a young guy that was coming in, but was here to make his mark and was here to play football. So, you know, I see a guy that's kind of um, – a guy that's lead by example, that's not rah-rah, just real um, just real energy, 
and realness. So, hey, man, I gravitated towards it quick. And, hey, man, after that, um, I guess the rest is history. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and you guys already had that Pac-10 thing going on, too. Pac-10 back then, right? Yes. Way back. That's way back in are. time. Right? Thanks for aging us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, me too. Me too. You know, come on. We Lofa and I graduated high school the same year. It's just, mm, okay. Are you guys, what are you guys, what, uh, 2000 or two, no, 2000 guys? I don't even know. Oh, One? Oh, okay. okay. Thanks for reminding yeah. me because I, I forgot. I was right before the Y2K. So I'm a 99 guy. So I was nervous when the 2000 was coming. I was shaking in my boots. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get to the NFL draft and uh, the pros and everything, you want to talk a little college for one second? Uh, how are things looking for a WSU this coming season? Well, um, the Cougs have a way of uh, figuring out how to scrap this thing and it continue to go back to the drawing board, right? And that's what it kind of has been feeling like these last couple of years. Um, they've had some good individuals coming out of there, guys that are doing their thing, but they've, um, I think the athletic director, um, Pat Chung over there is really trying to put things together and you bring in new coaches and you bring in um, players that want to be about Washington State. It's hard to recruit to Washington State, as you know. Um, I went to Washington State because that was the only Pac-10 school at the time that I was going to get a scholarship to. So I went there and I made the best of it. But nowadays, it's hard to get guys to come out there in the middle of nowhere. So you really got to search and you got to scratch and claw to find these guys that are really going to be about Pullman. And I think they're trying to figure that out. And especially on the defensive side, it's not so much about um, things that are past Mike Leach and the air raid offense, all this kind of stuff. I think they're really getting down to playing some all around football. So I think they should be okay this year. I think they'll be okay. Well, I mean, I'm still hurting from that Apple Cup last year because I'm a Husky fan, you know, so it's okay. – uh, you guys Go Cougs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right. Uh, but, hey, moving on to the NFL draft. Oh, you, you didn't I mean? want to talk about the Trojans? No, no. no. <laughs> okay. I just of course sure. we didn't. About them. I you know, just – they had the greatest practice in the history of practice is what I read from Cowherd and <laughs> – I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. That's got to be pretty. Some special's got to be brewing down there. This is if, uh, why I didn't bring ooh, them up. Let me not, don't let me say brewing. That was We're terrible. talking about practice. <laughs> we're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Hey, we're going to win the pack this year. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. Dang, right right now. Write it down. All right, fine. You got your you got your second of Trojan football in there. Are you happy? So I need. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, NFL draft coming up, guys. Um, our Seahawks. I mean, this is our draft uh, preview episode. Uh, we got some questions from listeners that we'll get to, but kind of right off the bat, as you guys are seeing this thing unfold and we're getting closer and closer here, what do you think the Seahawks are going to do? And then we'll get to what you think maybe they should do. But, you know, what do you I'll think? I'll let you start this off. Of course you will. Um, you know, you're the stat guy, Lofa. I mean, if you <laughs> want me to there? go there, I'll go there. No, 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 no. So to be honest, man, the the uh, the draft and um, all this magic eight ball type of stuff or what the Seahawks are going to do or what these guys from college are going to do is really Agnosticating. hard to figure out. Right. Yeah. So I'm not so much um, less pick this guy and it's going to be perfect for us. I think 
um, as always, you win with defense, right? Um, starts with the defense, starts with the pass rush. I've always said that the best coverage you can have in the secondary is a sack, right? So mm-hmm. if you work to find that pass rusher in the draft, I know we got some guys here now that are doing their thing, but to find a special type of pass rusher changes your team. It changes the offense. It changes how teams um, scout you. It te- um, changes how teams have to prepare for you. So um, finding an elite pass rusher, I think, has to be top of mind. For the Hawks, I know that may not be day one, but maybe a guy they can develop, et cetera, et cetera. But finding those type of players, um, diamond in the rough is what Pete and John are kind of known for. But um, I think that has to be on top of their mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you remember 07, 06 and 07, when we got Julian Peterson and now this wasn't draft, but you remember how, how amazing our lives were true. Right. Him and Kearney came over and, you know, we're sitting back catching, you know, uh, interceptions. So 100%. Yeah. I think you had six that were getting that cashed year. out. Yeah. I had three. <laughs> it was just a good time, man. Yes, and, sir. Uh, but so uh, absolutely right with that pass rush. It, it's, uh, you know, a much needed element for any team, but um, you know, there's some things I look back at this draft or look at this draft and it kind of reminds me back of 2010 when, you know, the quarterback in the middle, linebacker left, me and Hasselbeck left, and you were still here, so you could probably speak to him more. But as we were bringing in those players, it was like best available, right? Mm, and then right. we were just getting some absolute monsters. Um, so I, like the 2010 draft was amazing, and I saw that while I was here. But then in 11 and 12, um, I mean, they just kept hitting with – and it wasn't always a first-rounder. I mean, you know, Bobby was second, Russ was third, Um you know, KJ was he fourth? I think you know, and Sherm fifth. It's so it's just, I think we go back to that. You know, hey, you know, let's get back to just competitive ball at every position, and I think that's where they're going to go. So there's just like True said, I don't really have a guy that I'm like, oh, I, I want him at nine, or you know, we need him. And every time I've guessed, I was fucking wrong. Like they, <laughs> they just like oh, I was like, we're not going to take a linebacker in the first round. I turned the draft off like two picks before us. And then everybody's, my phone's blowing up, radio interviews, like, yo, what do you think about the new kid? And I was like, who? They're like, oh, you guys drafted Brooks? And I was like, oh, shit, I got to go back and watch him. So so (laughs) let me call you back in like 20 minutes. But (laughs) even when I was with the Seahawks coaching, they threw me for a curveball. We kept, we trade back and we'd still get the guy we wanted, like Jaron Reed in the second round. So I got confidence that, you know, they're going to do some special things in this one. And, um, you know, I just can't wait to see what happens. But wouldn't mind going with that if, if he's there, the kid from Bama, the tackle, Neil, can play all positions. He could probably play center, but he hasn't played center. And so that kind of flexibility on the O-line, it's uh, it's so valuable. Okay. So surprise, surprise, the defensive guys want to go defense. <laughs> I do. I want to go pass rusher. If, if, if Thibodeau's there. But. Okay, but that well, that's what I was going to ask because let's talk about the first round. I mean, come on, that's what everyone's talking about. They got the ninth pick right here. Um, it's what everyone wants to talk about first, anyway. And the Seahawks do; they trade back a lot. They they like to get more picks. They like to get value for those first round picks um, and turn them into more draft picks. But do you, like if that guy's there, you see them picking at nine, or are they going to trade back? Are we going to not have a a draft pick that first night again? I mean, is that is oh, that game? No, we're picking. We're pushing there at number nine, or do they have Shit. to? If if I don't care, if we're not nine, we're trading back a couple spots. If someone wants to jump up to get someone in particular, and we'll right. have two number ones, 
or a one, a couple twos, you know, because we're definitely picking on that first, that first round. And uh, okay. yeah, cause we, we just, there, there's, there's good, a lot of good, there's a lot of good players in this draft. It's deep because at every position because of COVID and a lot of guys opted to come back for a fifth year. Okay. Now, you know, it's good point. Yeah. So that's, Wait, it's let me like, give you a, hold on. You get it there. The fuck was that? Was... Oh, that's your new. We got a new soundboard. True. Soundboard, I like it, man. I like it. I like it. I like playing that. games and shit, man. <laughs> no, I look. I'm so excited to hear you say that because I, you know, draft after draft after draft, I sit there through the first round, and luckily we're usually picking towards the end of the first round, and I sit there the whole time waiting for the Seahawks to draft, and then we trade out of it, and I wasted. It feels like I wasted the whole evening. So I want to see them pick. You know, somebody is it's, it's way more exciting, you know, uh, true. So if, if if it's if it's if he's there at nine, you know, a defensive end, something like that, you're, they're taking him. Right. I think so, man. I think there's uh, two parts to this. Right. Um, you have exactly what is good for the team. And um, of course, um, you want to find a young guy that's um, got that type of skill. Right. That could change the way that people look at your franchise. And then at the same time, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this off season. So the fan base is hungry and uh, the business of the Seahawks um, to find that guy to kind of bring the twelves back into the fold. I think that's a part of it too. And we could say that it's really all about football and Pete and John are going to do the right thing, but that's the business side of it too. You got to keep your fan base happy and, um, you kind of got to toe that line, right? So I do think that a first-round pick, uh, um, somebody with a big name, yeah, yeah, somebody that splash. can make a huge Splashy. splash, yeah. I mean, it's somebody that we could get excited about, yeah. um, I think it's very important. And, and excuse then, me, my dog just ran. Oh, so I'm going to let the kids. <laughs> well, and then another point, another yeah, point that we think about is yeah. Uh, yeah. Clint Hurt, the new D coordinator. Mm-hmm. Loves D lineman. He was a former D line coach. You never know what kind of say he has in that. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> let's go get let's go get some more dogs up front. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let me ask you just point blank: Do they draft the quarterback? And if so, what round? I think mm. so, but I think it's going to be like second or third. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be ninth. Still, second or third round quarterback, though. I mean, mm-hmm. raise some eyebrows with that. I mean, that's that's a you know. Well, I mean, I think they got a year to find out what, you know, Locke has, right? Right. And, and from there, I mean, he's got to be getting up there in age anyways with his, you know, looking for a new deal. So it's like right. they're going to have to make a decision whether to pay him or not if he, yeah. if he plays well. So, well, and just re-signed Gino. I love Gino. I, I'll ride with Gino. Yeah, man. No, me too. Gino time. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. He knows the system, right? You you, you yeah. got someone there who at least knows it. So Harrison every uh, game. You know, Harrison every game. It just came down to the last possession. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, good deal for Gino, and and so he's back. So you figure that's that's one spot already, right? And then so Drew Locke would be the second one, and then if they draft someone, that would be three. So I don't know. Uh, true. Do they do they take a quarterback? And if so, what round? I um. I think I'm going to agree with Loaf on this one. I think they take a guy in the later rounds in the um, third, um, potentially second, but maybe like third, fourth round. Mm-hmm. And I think really with that mindset, um, 
you do want to beef up your defense. I'm going to go to the defense again because yeah. the defense is going to help a quarterback, um, a potentially a young quarterback or a quarterback that's not um, – if you can go ahead and say that's not a Russell Wilson, right? Uh, uh, I have heard defense wins championships. That's what I've heard that quite a few times as well. You know? So, yeah. So you build your defense up to help those quarterbacks. And again, you're helping your franchise. You're helping your fans. If the defense is showing out and balling and doing their thing and giving the ball back to the quarterback, that's going to make his life a lot easier. So um, I don't think they're going to go quarterback early. So, no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is a big one, guys. This is a this is a draft that I, I think a lot of Seahawks fans are thinking, you know, positive or negative. Ten years from now, we're going to look back at this draft. I mean, like Lofa said, you, you, the the quarterbacks traded away, middle linebacker, you know, gone. I mean, signing with the Rams, which we haven't even talked about that yet. Like, oh. Ouch. <laughs> oh, man. We're going right? to have to talk about that one. <laughs> <gonna look weird. laughs> that uniform is going to look weird. Um, but so, you know, I mean, this is this is a big one. This is like a make or break draft right, right now. And and Pete and John, I mean, they, they stayed. And so a lot. Uh, this is, oh, man, a lot rides on this draft, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think so, too. But this is what. Pete and John kind of shine in these situations as far as from the outside looking in, right? They, they, um, they kind of welcome this pressure and they find ways to navigate through it and um, still come out pretty much on top, right? So um, I'm not going to count them out. I know it's a lot of pressure on, but they know what they're doing. So um, I think they'll make the right move. Yeah. I well, think, you know, if it really is a rebuild, they've done it once, they can do it again. It wasn't fucking luck. Like they – they acquired all those players, you know, so yeah. they, they've got experience in doing this and they can do it. And then again. they got rid of a ton of players too, right? <laughs> in the very beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. And everybody's like, Oh, what are you doing? And right. it was like a rough year. It was like one, just what eight and eight. It wasn't even bad. I don't, right. it's not our standards, but it wasn't bad. And, uh, you know, we went seven and nine, won the division the year before. So when we went eight and eight. We didn't go to the playoffs. Everybody's like, oh, we suck. And it's like, oh, well, dude, relax, we had a better record. Relax, relax. And then that next year, that 12, man, I towards the end of the, like December, that 2012 team may have been the strongest team. And I mean, mm. you were there, true. That defense was shutting people out. The offense was putting up 50. Mm. Um, we didn't see that again. 13, it was some, you know, blowouts, but not. Like 12, 12 was right. insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a question on Twitter about the drafts, more specifically about uh, beverages, I think, or something. Do you guys want to put that one up? Uh, it came in on Lofa's Twitter account. Of course it did. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Lofa said, gearing up for our draft uh, episode, send in your questions. And somebody said, how many beer <laughs> How many beer will you crush during the singular? draft? Question. Singular. Well, <laughs> I don't know about you, True, but I, I'm going to be drinking Campo Veda tequila because oh. I only drink tequila, and I know, you know, we enjoy that that brand very much, right, True? Uh, what about what about Lofa Tattoo Brews? Oh, well, that's in the makings. So if that happens, yeah, okay. I'm thinking about a double IPA, True, called Lofa Tattoo Brews. Nice. <laughs> but man, I might need a true brew. Ooh, a true brew. A true brew. We can we could develop a whole line for them. 
A sample pack, maybe. Yeah. A loaf of game. Georgetown Brewery, right? That's what oh, we yeah. talked to. I was oh, gonna yeah. come there, man, and kick it with you guys. I think COVID shut me down. No, I wanted to come hang out with you guys down there. So that would have been cool. We'll make it happen. Oh, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Uh true. What are you sipping on during the draft? Um besides the tequila, give it a shout out one more time, Lofa. Compo Veda tequila. Compo Veda. Have oh, you got a website for that, Lofa? Siptequila.com. Siptequila.com. Interesting. Got you, bro. Okay. Hey, you I'm going to have to check that out. No, we need, we need a promo code, maybe a new uh, sponsor. I don't have a promo code. I'll, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe we could. We got to ask Babino for the details. Yeah, Babino, right? big play. <laughs> but yeah, yeah man, doing draft. Babino. Void where they're doing draft. They're doing any point. Um, that I could hide from the kids. I'll be drinking a little bit of everything. I'm a crown royal guy. Um, okay. I mean, I like my cognacs, but brews. Um, I mean, I like my hazies. I like my dark beer. So um, okay. I'll do that, man. So um, I would say just bring it on draft and let's get faded. Let's make it work. Huh? I'm in. <laughs> you had me at faded. I mean, it don't take much for loaf, right? You had me at faded. Uh, Sound effect for that. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, speaking of uh, what the Seahawks have been doing, um, not they've been doing things, you know, not just with the draft coming up. They've also been making a lot of moves. And true, um, I just want to get your thoughts. We had KJ on last episode. You guys can go back and listen to that uh, episode. It's out there. Find it wherever you find podcasts. Just search for us. Um, but true, what do you think about the moves these Seahawks have been making? Because uh, there's been a lot and some big names. Right. And man, it's a part of it, man. It's a part of um, kind of predicting the future, right? If you're running the business and you got to have an open mind and you got to look a couple years down the road, right? It just can't always be right now. I mean, and where your emotions at and the guys that we had on the team are definitely our guys. And you want to be able to keep them forever, but in most cases, that's not a realistic situation. So, um, as you know, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not a coach. I'm not a part of those conversations there. But um, but as far as Russ, I've always felt like um, that in the back of his mind, he wants to prove to everybody that he can do his thing outside of Pete. That kind of like the Tom Brady effect, right? I can go to other teams. I can still be me. I can bring a, a championship. I can bring a Super Bowl to another team. And um, it kind of make it happen like that. And it, it, that's okay. I feel like that's fine. Um, so as far as the fan base here, and uh, people were crushed, right? Crushed by the Russell crushed. Wilson. They're crushed by the, uh, the Bobby Wagner move and the, the the fans didn't like exactly how they did Bobby. I know Bobby didn't like it. He felt a certain way about it. So, of course, you go to the Rams. Of course, you want to play against the Seahawks twice a year. So it comes down to, to the business part of it. I know it's competition for the guys that left here, that they're going to want to make their mark. But it's just a part of the game, man. And as you see now, the, the energy has died down. It's, 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 so people were really high for one second and upset and everybody with the knee jerk reactions, but let's just settle in and let's see what could happen. It won't be the uh, last time that some of our favorite, um, uh, that some of our favorite players won't be on the team anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know as sports fans, it's like, it, we, we know it's coming. It's inevitable, whether it's through retirement or, you know, any of those other things, but uh, it's, it hurts, you know, 
Um, but how do you, how do you, I mean, the AFC West though, going to Denver, I mean, that's a tough division. How do you see the Broncos doing next year? Um, I guess on paper, they should be really good as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I know the defense is balling over there. So, um, I think they'll be good. And you insert Russ, you immediately on paper, um, if you become a contender. So, um, I think that everybody in that division is going to have to plan for Russ and get ready for that. And they really don't know what to expect. So you got to plan for everything. Right. So, um, I think they'll be pretty good. I think we'll be shocked and we'll probably hate it as Seahawks fans, but that's the way of the world. Right. (laughs) That's how it goes. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we have a question for true on Twitter. You guys want to put that one up and, uh, I don't want to – let's see. Here we go. Uh, okay. So <laughs> they said, uh, oh, teammate that he played with that could have played any sport. Ooh, huh. <laughs> I know we got a guy. <laughs> I know of a guy. Um, there's a couple guys. Um, you know, Lofa, of course, is one of those guys. He's, he's a, a big, swole guy, but he's – Agile at the same time, kind of like a little guy, right? He, he can play basketball. He can move his feet. Probably pretty good at pickleball too, right, Lo? I haven't tried that, but any okay. sport. Like Anthony yeah. Edwards, any sport. Yeah, you figure okay. he's got to be able to box out, play a little defense. Any sport. Yep. And um, another guy. What he says. Um, any sport? By the name of Seneca Wallace. Yeah, that's, that's who I was going to go with. Crazy athlete, crazy on the basketball court. I think he played in the flag football deal a couple years ago. I don't know if that was yep. that was right before COVID or not, but Seneca Wallace, awesome athlete, could play baseball, could do it all. I just yeah, remember was. going to play basketball with him, and I was like, man, this dude is unreal. So, wow. um, he has so my number one is Lofa, and my number two is Seneca. That's my dog. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, my coup. Sorry, no you guys <laughs> out there want to, um, I, I'm trying to do a segue here. I don't know. It's athletic greens, everybody. They're vitamins. And so they might help you play sports better. Is mm-hmm. that yeah. nailed it? Uh, tons of people take multivitamins, but, to, but it's important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing, uh, absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that uh, start your day off right. Gut health, nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Uh, reclaim your health. And arm your immune system with daily nutrition. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V spelled our way. Oh, it's not a promo code, Lofa. It's, it's just slash. Wait, hold on. So we got a tag team this day. All right. Yeah, athleticgreens.com slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. There you go. Uh, again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Uh, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But they might make you as athletic as me and true. Maybe. I've actually tried that stuff, yeah. man. It's not bad. You know, some of that stuff is nasty, but that stuff's pretty good. Really? And it gives you a little boost? Mm-hmm. Next time you order, go slash believe on them and, you know, yep. let them know we sent you. Uh, you guys, 
I, I, I don't, I don't really have anything else. Do you guys have anything else to add before we wrap this puppy up? Any, any old stories you want to tell? Any, uh, I don't, oh, you know what? Actually, oh, we've asked I you have. from time to time. Well, I, 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 I thought uh, it was, we don't ask me if I have something. Okay, no. I take it back. Take I it. have something. Unbelievable. I, I, no, listen, you know, when you're fishing, you kind of no, like, just go, man, just go. You pull it back. Just go, man. Just go. Just all right. <laughs> I usually ask people, um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't, but we've asked other players before in the past, uh, a favorite play that you had from your days. Hmm. Um, favorite play. Um, I can think of three well, of one of the plays that I remember um, the most, or I don't know, I got a ton of plays actually, but I'm able to tell my kids nowadays, I always go, to the Hall of Fame type of guys that I've played against, right? I'm able to brag because I, uh, I picked off Brett Favre. I'm able to brag to my kids and say that uh, that I guarded Randy Moss and didn't get mossed, right? Um, yeah. Played against Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, and got some interceptions off those guys. So those type yeah. of big-time guys I like to name associate, especially when I'm talking to my kids because they just think I'm an old guy. That's not very cool now. So um, no. to get a little bit of my swag back, that's what I do, man. And um, the year that we went to the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl that this um, organization went to, beating the Carolina Packers at home, or, or um, sorry, beating the uh, Carolina Panthers at home in front of our crowd was one of the best feelings that I had had in um, sports, right? As you're on your way to the Super Bowl, you do it in your home stadium. You run around, you get the high five, they hold up the trophy, et cetera, et cetera. It was really dope, and I'll never forget that. Even though we lost that Super Bowl, but the feeling was still real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember, was it three? Did you have three or four um, in one game? Um, I've had three in one game a couple of times. I feel like you stole a couple from me on that highlight I was watching there. I think it was the Carolina game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I yep. remember, yeah, Arizona was it? Yeah, Arizona, and then mm-hmm. you capped it off with uh, all the, you took it all the way back I to the crib. That's yeah. the one I remember. Mm. Sixty-five yards, seventy yards. Yeah. I, um, in Philly, Lofa, I thought you had like three against I had Philly, three, one year, right? Yeah. See, I thought, yeah, I thought because I, I think that's the franchise record, so we're all tied. Um, yeah. But um, baller. Yeah, oh, you're a baller, dude. I don't know well, if I ever a, told you a, that. It was a lucky game, man. You know, uh, it's in the right place, right time. Yeah. But uh, I dropped one, actually. I dropped a stick knot. It could have been four. Mm-hmm. What a loser. Um, <laughs> but what, yeah, uh, but, yeah, but one of the best TD celebrations of all time with going rocky on the goalpost in oh, yeah. Philly. Well, that was a Kenny Norton Jr. Says, true. Well, you know, John but, Marshall and Ray Bob, they coach Kenny, right? And so, yes. Um, I told John Marshall, it was my rookie year. And I was like, you know, I'm going to score. And, you know, I got a, a, a familiar dance you guys might remember. And, uh, so Monday night we needed that game for the, uh, for the, to clinch the playoff spot. And, uh, John Marshall comes over to me. He's like, Hey man, when are we going to see this touchdown of yours, touchdown dance of yours? You know, it's been 10 weeks, 11 weeks now, you know, you were talking a lot of shit. Where, where's it at? <laughs> I go, I'm going to do it tonight and just, keep watching and uh, i did it so i went over and i hit the uh the kenny norton you know against the goal the goal post giving the hooks throwing the hooks but the rib shots the rib shots for for philly okay yeah no rocky balboa is not a real person i I, everybody know that you don't have to tell is he 
Well, there. Well, there is a there's a, there's, there's a documentary about a real guy that uh, might have the exact same life as Rocky and maybe Sly knows it and wrote they have a, a statue of a guy named Rocky Balboa, not the actual person. So like, I just, am I the only one? Am I taking crazy pills over here? Rocky hey. Balboa is in the uh, boxing hall of fame. It's even worse. That's even, <laughs> I, all right. I thought if it was on TV, I thought it was real. Right. Oh. So, hey, <laughs> no, you got me sold. That's Instagram or the internet, but um, wait, so we have a dispute and we need you to Clubber settle Lang this. and Drago. <laughs> All those guys are real in my book. Yeah. Um, so Brett and then our team, whoever, we played uh, credit card lotto the other day. Oh, yeah. And so is it the first name or the last name, the first card to get pulled or the last one to get pulled? You guys tell us how you. Oh, that's like credit card roulette if it's yeah. the last one to get so pulled. So true. You were right. So wait, so hold on. But there's kind of two ways to play the game, right? Like, yes, if you guys don't. So if you go out to dinner, you, everybody throws their credit cards in the middle and then it's a it's a it's a terrible it can be a terrible game. Well, or so, it can be the greatest game starting ever. to feel like I got hustled. Yeah, starting got to feel like so I've been, hustled. I've been oh, had. there's two ways to play. I've played before where you just reach into like a basket or a hat yeah. and pull out a credit card and whatever one you pull out pays. Yes. So that's I played that way. That's lotto, or right? The, you pull one out at a time, and the last one remaining. Paid. And that's roulette, so, right? That's roulette. So the first one's lotto. Roulette. Last one's roulette. Okay. Yeah. So Bab yeah. said lotto. His card was pulled, and I didn't even hear him. I did, uh, you know, after the video, because then True was like, "Wait a minute, no, you have to pay." And we have a, there's a lot, a lot of discrepancies about this one. So <laughs> a lot of discrepancies. I, I think yes. you got hosed on this one, my man. So we're gonna, I know. First of all, I played credit card, whatever, lotto roulette with Babs, like maybe a hundred times, and I've never seen this guy lose. Like, Babs that's could why be a tricky guy. Babs could be a tricky guy. Pretty yeah. slippery. So what? So what happened? So the, the so he said lotto. His car got pulled first, but then he said. Lotto. Oh, it's the last one. It's the last one, guys. It's the last, the last one. You were last. Uh, yeah. no, well, it came out I was last. True. Uh, I was last, and being a and good then, sport, but I knew that I had been. Uh, I knew that I had been had, and I'm still kind of yeah. fighting with that to this day. But um, there was a lot. Of I will get my revenge. There's a lot. I'll of, get yeah. my. <laughs> yeah. we, is it lotto or is it roulette? We can so, play the revenge too. Oh yeah, there was two tabs up. We got to We'll put this clip on uh, at Believe in Seahawks on Twitter and Instagram. Everybody, we'll get some. We'll get some comments going. Um, where Where was this? You guys want to give a shout out? Central Bar. Central Bar. Central yeah. Bar. Yeah. 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 Happy hour. We'll be there again this week. Yep. <laughs> Lofa, what was your uh, one more thing from a bit ago? That was it. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, there's a. Well, then I'm done. We got to settle. <laughs> wrap the show then let's hit the theme song let's get out of here thank you guys for joining us on this episode of what is still called believe in seahawks but it might change uh you guys can find us on all social media at believe in seahawks still you can email us uh believe in seahawks no sorry seahawks pod at gmail.com <laughs> this is one of the problems the email address is seahawks pod at gmail.com sure, where can i find you you can find me at Marcus underscore Trufant on IG. And we have a podcast, um, family podcast, truly unruly underscore podcast. Check me out. 
Check them out. Everybody. In the barbershop. Subscribe. In the barbershop, yeah. yeah. At Barbershop Show yeah. on IG. Busy yes. man. Busy man. All Just like you, Brett and Katie. All kinds of stuff going on. We will link you to all of that. And as always, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Lofa, everybody, hands in hands in the middle. True, we break it down, true. Just like if, as if we were at practice or yep. whatever. Uh, why don't you break us down since you're our guest, please, if you don't mind. Oh, all right, do we go? Um, whatever you want on three, and then you should believe one, two, three, in the Seahawks on three. <laughs> all one, right, two, three. Believe, believe in the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.